Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. So if you have a belt or a strap, we're going to use that today. If you don't, no big deal. But if you're at home and you got something that's like remotely like a belt or strap, you might want that. And then blocks, one or two, either either suggestion. Uh, we will We will talk you through whatever you need. And we're going to start today by cooling ourselves down, getting still and getting open. And then uh, we'll move into some flow that uh, won't be won't be by any means uh, a heavy flow, but a really nice kind of uh, movement pattern so that we get like cool breeze from our own uh, body moving. Does that make sense? Yes. Good enough. Excellent. We're going to start in hips on a block. So if you have one block, great. If you have two, even better. Put them end to end and use them like a bolster. Then you can take your legs up in the air. And so big surprise starting with an inversion. I'm going to take a moment to assure yourself that your hips feel level on the block. So one way that you can do that is note, are your legs vertical? If they're kind of uh, wedged in toward you, if, if the feet are more over your navel or your chest, right, then uh, usually what needs to happen, the block is too far out. You want to get more of your hips on the block. If the, the legs are too far on the other side, uh, generally that will show up as a lot of abdominal work and no one actually does that really. Uh, there's like one person one time who insisted on it, but uh, most of us won't go that direction. What you want to feel is your sacrum or what uh, the area around your sacrum, well supported, flat on the block. Uh, if you've got two together and that seam between them kind of irritates you, depending on the blocks, it can uh, move to one block. But really get yourself well balanced and take some time to feel that out. Right. There is a good chance that you didn't just throw your hips up there in the most optimal position, right? Unless you were paying a lot of attention when you did it. And, and maybe you were. But as we grow in our practice, we want to get more willing to investigate the subtleties. Less in a fixed mindset about how we're doing, how we do things, and into that growth mindset that allows for creativity and is kind of inspired by creativity. And that usually starts with recognizing we don't know everything. Probably we don't even know like a small fraction of everything. But with regard to yoga, we don't know anything about today. Right? We may think we know, but today's practice physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, could be different from every other practice you've ever done. And our ability to allow that to be so is our ability to grow and deepen our knowledge. And it's this kind of yoga paradox. The more we release our need to know, the more we can learn. So as you move through posture, always with that witnessing and curiosity, this is not a fixed position, but something to be explored, experienced, and ultimately utilized for the good it can do today. Been here a little while in this gentle inversion 
the, the feet being above the hips, the hips being lightly above the heart. If you haven't already, let your eyes fall gently closed and note the physical sensations. Start at the soles of your feet, move through real slowly with the eye of your mind. If there are physical sensations of pain, Right? That is your body asking you to change something. So you do that. But if you can just experience and notice the feeling tone, the sensation, just noting it, observing without judging, without giving it meaning. Then you'll just continue to move your awareness through in that way until you find something that's asking you to change. And there may be in some postures, even this one, some sensations that are not exactly pleasant, that are different, we don't want to spend too much time in unpleasant situation at this moment, right? But delineating what's painful, what's dis-ease, and what's just a sensation of being alive, of having an awareness of your body and your nervous system here now. Right. Heat gives us an excellent method of practicing that. When we're experiencing more warmth than we'd like, our mind can make it a problem. Or it can witness There are other sensations like that right, that don't need to be made into problems. It can be witnessed. One more round of breath here. Feel your inhale and your exhale is happening. And then you'll gently bend your knees. Slowly let the tips of your toes find the floor. And bring each foot down into its footprint pause. Spread your toes out. Feel the floor with your feet. Feel your feet by feeling the floor. Note the sensations, the textural quality, the feeling tone in your feet, and possibly... They, uh, they went to sleep up there. Right? If, if you've got pins and needles, that, that's real. Right? Again, those are the kinds of things that you can stay and witness and breathe. Press your feet down really firmly into the footprints. Lift your hips off the blocks. If you have only one block, go ahead and slide it out of the way. If you've got the two edge to edge, you're going to slide your hips over onto the block that's to the right, extend your left leg out, and bring your right knee across. If you don't have blocks now underneath you, you're just going to take a twist right knee across the left leg. If you've got the blocks, they're just allowing a little more surface area of the body to be off of the floor. If you get a little, little extra breeze but also the remaining in this gentle inversion. There's some sensation that might not always be there in your twist. There's some acupressure sensation available on the left hip for a lot of us. You can let your hips be heavy there and enjoy that little massage. 
You could even rock a little back and forth if you if you like that. Then eventually pause. Let your hips get heavy to the block or to the floor. Breath in. And watch your breath empty out. The very end, pull your abdominals in. Get that last little bit of breath out. Feel the twist become a little more twisty. And then inhale, undo this. Come on back to center. You can bring your hips to the center of the blocks. Feet on the floor. Pause, breathe. Feel the sensation of the floor under your feet, the blocks under your hips, or the mat under your hips. Then pressing your feet down, lift your hips again. We're going to slide the hips over to the left. So if you're on the floor, great. And if you're on the blocks, they'll be over onto the left block. And then bring left knee across the right leg. Adjust as you need to. If, if the seam of the block is, is being uh, a little too much there, adjust the block so that you feel the acupressure massage at the edge of the right hip, that you have a good amount of twist for your body here to stay and breathe. One thing this will often allow us is a little extra twist, a little more room. So if you like that, cool. And then if you like that little rock back and forth, you've got the opportunity for that little massage of the right hip. If you're rocking, pause, let the hips get heavy. Breath into your center. I'm just going to observe it leaving. Your body does the breath. When you're empty, pull abdominals in, get a last little bit out. You might also get a little bit more twist at that point. And then we'll undo this. Come on back to center, soles of the feet to the floor. Move your hips into the center line. Pause, breathe. Then you press your feet down and slide the blocks out of the way. And just put them to the side and catch your strap. And take the right foot with the strap. And uh, create a little stirrup for it. Now, if you want to do a little uh, massage back and forth, that's totally up to you, right? If you want to build heat, you can. Uh, if if you're fine without building heat, also good. Right. Pause here with the leg as upright as yours will go. Right? Let enough strap out that you don't have to bend your knee. If uh, if your knee doesn't straighten all the way, totally fine. Right? If you can do it, right, just align the leg bone somewhere that allows you for the joint to be extended. And then just enough pressure on the strap. And you play with this. Again, this is an exploration. Just enough pressure on the strap that this straight leg extension, you know, becomes an, an opening for the back of the leg. And in particular, what we're working here with this straight leg, strap around the foot, right? we're allowing the upper body to be relaxed. Gravity's got you. And then for you to put just enough tension on this that you feel the entire back of the leg. Right? When we pull too fast or when we have to bend the knee, We'll often send the stretch to one location. Usually, it's uh, the, the the usual suspect, the middle of the hamstring, or somewhere around there. See if you can get beyond hamstring. Where you're pressing your heel up. You're straightening the leg. You've got some calf muscle involved. If you're flexing your foot and fanning your toes, maybe even the sole of the foot is involved. Do you have sensation from the back of your hip? up through the sole of your foot. 
looking for for an even feeling tone. Right. May or may not happen. But it's something to engage with here in, in mindfulness practice. Next breath, you're going to take your strap in your right hand and uh, both tails in the right hand. Let the right leg extend out to the side. Keep it as straight as you can. Rest the right arm on the floor as much as you can with the elbow. And, uh, and for a lot of us, we'll notice, and then just take a moment to notice weight distribution in your hips. I can tell you I'm seeing weight being distributed over to the right, pretty much across the board, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But go ahead now, make a conscious effort to level that out. Could help to bend your left leg like butterfly, like Soptabadakanasana, uh, taking the, the weight of those leg bones over to the left. It can also help to center yourself with your abdominals, to place your left hand to your left hip. See how balanced you can get. Another way to, to help that out is to have a block outside the right thigh. Right? Uh, just place it where you still feel the stretch that's going on, but it's keeping you from rolling over to the right. Be here, breathe. And what you'll notice most likely when you steady yourself at center is... The ability to straighten through the right leg, to let it drop heavy and feel the stretch at the inner thigh, inner calf, inner ankle. Right? You press your inner ankle bone outward toward the sidewall. There's an increase in muscular sensation. There's an increase in the kind of range of motion of the hip when we're not rolling over with the leg. Uh, that is able to be sensed. A breath here. A breath all the way out. Draw your navel toward your spine. And as you do, bring both legs back to center sole of the left foot to the floor. Right leg straight up. And then remove the strap from the foot. Bring your hands to center line. Just hold the strap. Bring knees together. Soles of the feet to the floor. You've got constructive rest pose. Breathe in and breathe out. Just again, looking for sensation in your body. Notice the feeling tone. What is the way that you're noticing? Where is your attitude in this moment? You do not have to admit to anything, but who's noticing and how are they noticing? Bring knees back to hip distance. We're going to catch the left foot with the strap and take a moment if you want to do your... Uh, a little warming of the sole of the foot, go for it if your sole is warm enough. I mean, your sole is warm enough, but if the sole of your foot needs to be warmed, uh, go for that. And then look for that straight leg. So it doesn't have to be vertical, doesn't have to be close to you, but you're looking for the knee joint to be extended. You're looking for the heel to reach for the ceiling and the back of the leg to just be as long as it possibly can. Wherever that places you is great. Right? And breathe here. Just notice the sensation. And can you get to a point with just enough pressure on the strap? Uh, it's helpful to have your arms on the floor and uh, get really fine control with your fingers here. So not so much a, a death grip, not white knuckled. But something nuanced where you can get between thumb and first finger knuckle. Just just a, 
a light pressure. You're holding the, the strap and allowing it to do the work. And then how much can you get this to be you know, this wholesome full leg stretch from the back of your hip right, through hamstrings to calf to sole of the foot. And it may take playing around and that's good. That's right, do that. Please don't do the same thing the same way every time. That doesn't mean we change things up just for the sake of novelty. In fact, we're not changing up much, right? It's the same stretch we're going to do time after time. Apologies to Cindy Lauper there. But your approach is different. Today is different. The amount of pressure or the angle, it may be almost like unnoticeably different, but things are going to change from day to day. And you're only going to begin to notice them with practice. So you start now. One more breath here. And you'll take the strap in your left hand and uh, catch up both tails. Left leg out to the side, just allow it to go out to this side. Just let it go, just let it go and, and feel what it's like to just let the leg just pull you, you know, and be there. And then reorient yourself so that both hips right, are on the mat and equally heavy. Again, for a lot of us, taking the right leg out to Supta Baddha Konasana does two things. One, you get the stretch over in the right leg. So uh, not that we need to multitask, but can be useful. The other thing is bending the knee out to the side gives you some of the weight kind of distribution. Another thing, if you want the, the block underneath your left leg, that's not going to stop you from, from experiencing the stretch. Main thing to do is just play around with that till you've got it in exactly the right spot so that the sensation of stretch in your leg remains, but you're being supported and, and not keening over to the left. And lengthen through the inner leg. The inner ankle bone presses outward towards the sidewall. And if you're newer at you know, moving from your inner ankle bone, good, right? Work it. You have one. You can start pressing it to the sidewall anytime. And the more you can locate these places that we don't usually think about, interact with in the body, right? the more mindful your practice becomes. Breath in and breath out. Breath in. When you exhale, pull your navel towards your spine. Use that to start the action of pulling the leg bones in towards center. Good. Unhook your foot and then slowly bring left foot to the mat, knees together, feet walk, the hip distance apart a little wider. You've got constructive rest. A breath in and breath out. Just notice what you notice. What's the feeling tone in your left leg, your right leg, throughout your body? It's the attitude. Like if, if your experience here was a movie, what would the lighting be like? What would the soundtrack be like? Mm 
And as we notice, usually we, we have an opinion, but you don't have to. You're free not to. And you're free to elicit change in yourself anytime. Bring knees into your chest, nose to knees and knees to nose. Curl up and rock to seated. And then uh, keep your strap with you. If you've got blocks, we'll go ahead and sit on them either in seated crossed legs where you can build yourself a little bolster. Let the leg bones then drop away. So the leg bones are angled downward. Another way to get the leg bones angling down is to stack the blocks and kneel over them in hero, high hero. We're going to take the strap and hold it out in front. It's helpful to double it over if you have a regular size yoga strap or an extra long yoga strap. And, uh, and to hold, if you've got a, a dangly part, dangly bit, to hold that so that it doesn't drive you crazy or smack you in the face because they will make noise and uh, they will fly around um, if we're not paying attention. So strap out in front, pull outward on it. So it's about shoulder height, pulling out. Good. And then take the arms up overhead, pulling out. And then bend the elbows, arms down behind, strap down right behind your head, pull your head back uh, into the strap. So you're looking straight ahead. We're not going nose up. We're going uh, gaze straight ahead. Strap into the back of your head, head into the strap. Keep your head in this line. Extend the arms up. And now let the arms go behind, but don't let the head move. So you're keeping the head as if it were pressing into that same position. It will want to drop forward. You do not have to roll your eyes, but you can keep your head steady, your breath, your breathing steady. Good. Come back up to arms overhead. And you're thinking head in the same line. Go ahead and bring the arms down into that uh, kind of little pull up, pull down. Head to the strap, strap to the head. Lift your chest, lift the back of your head. Keep your head in this positioning as you extend the arms up. And then side bend. And take the whole thing over to whatever side you want. I'm going to go to your right. And uh, your head stays in that same lineup. Neither dropping forward nor back. And just about equidistant between your two arms. Come on back to center. Pause here. Check in with your head. And then other side. So we're side bending to the left. You're not going to let your arms move. You're going to keep the strong frame of the strap. And it's side body movement. Keep your head in line. It's going to want to fall forward. Just bake that in. Come on back to center, reach up, lift up through the center of your chest, lift up to the back of your head, and then slow release of the arms down, hands to your legs, pause, unclench your fists, unclench your teeth. On an inhale, you take the strap back up overhead, bring it down behind your head, Ensure that your head is in line and then bring the strap down to your shoulder blades. So you've got the, it's, it's like we're doing the like carry, you know, like the, the, is that like the girl with the milk on the other side? Yeah, right. So you're going to keep your shoulders on the strap, keep your shoulder blades on the strap. You're going to turn side to side with your rib cage, keeping the strap pulled taut out to the side. So it is like, uh, we are using this like one of those, I can't even think what they're called, but like, you know, you know, like the, you know, the girl in the Alps who's got the like two buckets of milk on the, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Everybody, everybody's seen this and like, you no, know, keep the hands pulling out to the side. So you're using this like it's a big stick behind you to keep the shoulder blades steady, to keep the arm steady. We're not moving the arm side to side. We're just moving the rib cage. One more round. Then undo it, come back to center, and hands to your lap, straps to the lap, have a breath, and breathe out. You can take your arms out in front of you, freestyle, no strap, wrap your right arm underneath the left. Okay, so yeah, we'll do both sides. So whatever one you've got, you've got. 
with your arms. Move your arms side to side. Okay, so this is the opposite of what we were just doing. We're moving arms, right? Rib cage is staying pretty much forward. Bring this back to center. Take the elbows, point them straight ahead. Now don't move your arms, don't move your shoulder blades. Rotate your rib cage side to side. Definitely won't go as fast because there's bigger movement going on. And you'll definitely feel your core body rather than your shoulder blades or shoulder muscles. Does that make sense? Like the, yeah, we're moving from center here. Undo this back at center. We'll release the arms and pause. And breath in. And breath out. On an inhale, take your arms out in front. Other arm underneath, whatever side you didn't do last time. And then we're going to prep it. And this is a good action too, where you're just moving the arms side to side. Just, yeah. Just gonna shaking things up. Right. Then bring the elbows to point back at center. And now move your rib cage. Yeah. Keep lifting your elbows as much as you can. Keep a good strong frame there. You're rotating. Thoracic spine mobility is what we're getting here. Our arms will do all that work if we let them. And they do in most of our twists uh, if we're not paying attention. So you're just getting the intuitive idea of what it feels like to rotate your rib cage versus move your arms around. It's good to move your arms. It's good to move your rib cage. It's, it's even better to know which one you're moving when you're doing it. Release this back at center, arms down at your sides, hands in your lap. I'm going to go chin to chest. Lift your heart toward your face. Keep that aspect of this as you move your head gently side to side. Pause with your right ear toward your right shoulder. Let your left shoulder blade drop down. Breath in and breath out. And slowly bring chin back to chest and other side. And slowly back to center, chin toward your chest, heart toward your face, breath in, really nice, breath all the way out. Let your chin level up, gaze come straight ahead, have a breath, note how you feel. And we'll make our way to down dog. You can set your blocks to the side. You can set your strap to the side. You can keep them nearby in case you want them later. But we probably won't need them. Have a breath here in through your nose. Open your mouth and let it go. Look forward and walk forward to the top of your mat. We're going to breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. As you breathe out, we're going to draw hands together, heart center, samastiti, pause. Have a breath. And we'll move. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold again. Again, half series A. Inhale, reach up. 
exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up. Slightly different here. Exhale, sit back, reach forward, Ukatasana. Breathe in, stand up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Come up high enough to feel your mid-back muscles engage. And then exhale, fold down. Press your feet down. Breathe in and reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out, sit back and reach forward. Breathe in, reach up to stand. Mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. Another change. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, and heel toe your feet, hip distance apart, parallel. Breathe out, heel toe the feet back in and bow forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe the feet out, hip distance, toes point straight ahead. Exhale, heel toe the feet in, big toes touch as you bow, good. Really nice work, moving on, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up, you choose. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out full. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, high or low push up. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, sit back and reach forward. Ukitasana. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. We're going to walk the hands back toward the feet. Keep your fingertips on the floor, feet parallel. You sit back, low squat, heels down, and bow forward. Wherever you get to with heels down is the way to go. Inhale, walk your hands out to a high plank. To low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing knock. 
breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, sit back and reach forward. Breathe in, reach up, standing mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. High or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Walk your hands back to your feet. Fingertips stay down, feet stay parallel. Heels stay down as you sit to whatever degree you sit. And then bow in, exhale. Breathe in, walk your hands out. High plank. Breathe out. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, heel toe your feet apart. Breathe out, step your right leg back, low lunge. Breathe in, straighten your front leg. Breathe out, Bend the front knee, back knee comes down. Breathe in, draw your heart forward. Breathe out, plant your hands, lower slowly to the floor. Breathe in, cobra. Breathe out, release, press up, hands and knees. And back to down dog. Breathe in, right leg up and back behind you. Breathe out, bend your knee to your right elbow, have a big step. Breathe in, straighten your front leg. Breathe out, bend the front knee, keep your back knee lifted. Inhale, draw your heart forward, elongate. Exhale, step the back foot up. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe your feet apart. Left leg back, low lunge, breathe out. Breathe in, straighten your front leg. Breathe out, bend the front knee, and bring the back knee down. When you breathe in, draw your heart forward, lengthen. When you breathe out, plant your hands, right knee back, lower yourself to the floor. Peel up to cobra, squeeze your shoulder blades in towards center and down your back. Release slowly down, press up hands and knees. Tuck your toes to down dog. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back behind. Breathe out, bend the knee, bring it to your left elbow and step. Breathe in, straighten the front leg. Breathe out, bend into it, back knee stays lifted, back leg tight. Inhale, draw your heart forward. And exhale, step up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. 
and exhale, fold. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. When you inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. When you exhale, bring your right knee to your right elbow. Big step, low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart center, thumbs at your sternum. Turn your body and tap the left elbow to the right knee. Breathe in, undo that, back at center, reach up. Then hands to heart, chest in line with your front thigh, hands down, step back down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Breathe in, left leg up and back behind. Breathe out, bend the knee, bring it to your left elbow. Step. Breathe in, reach up. When you breathe out, hands to heart center, really put your thumbs to your sternum. Do not let your arms move. Turn your body. Hinge at the hip. Breathe in, unwind and reach back up. Then hands to heart center, chest in line with the front thigh. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Breath in here. And breath out. Lift your heels, straighten your legs as high up as you can bring your heels, as high up as you can take your hip crease. Go. Breathe in. Breathe out. Little baby tiptoe steps up to about the center of your mat. Turn to the side you like for straddle on your feet. And so standing straddle, but walk the feet wide. Turn your toes toward the corners of your mat. The, the most obvious ones for, for you to turn them to. And then side straddle lunges. Skandasana. Hips are moving up and down. As you deepen into the lunge, lift back into the straddle. Deepen into the lunge. Lift back into the straddle. Back to center. Bend your knees so that you're in a squat at center. Now you're going to slide your hips side to side without lifting. So you're going to stay in the squat, but the squat's going to travel left and right. Back to center, you're in a deep squat, pause, breath in, breath out. We're going to walk the feet in once, parallel the feet so the toes point toward the side edge of the mat or toes slightly in. Draw your heart forward, flat back, and then bow into straddle fold. If your head touches the mat, walk your feet in closer. If your head's nowhere near touching the mat, perfect. You're in the right spot. Let your head drop. 
Let your breath steady. Feel your hands and feet on the floor. Length of your spine. Moving downward. And so we want to get the head as close to the line of the toes as we can. So as vertical as you can get. Feel for that. Breath in. And breath out. Again, breath in. Breath out and empty. When you inhale, walk your hands forward. Walk your feet together. Big toes touch or slightly apart. You're going to bend your knees down deep into a crouch. This could involve your heels coming off the floor. It might. It might not. Hands are on the floor for sure or blocks for sure. Your hands are there to steady you. If you're feeling uh, at ease, things are, are going well. You take your arms beside you like child's pose where the back of the hands is on the mat. Palms are up and you tuck your chin in. And breathe here. Note the sensations, note the tone. The tone is somewhat other than calm. How do you get back to calm? And from here, hands back to the floor in the uh, in the usual. <laughs> sit down, taking your legs out into a straddle. Yeah, just sit down or plop down, your choice. Lift up. We're going to bow down center line, arms together at center. You can use a block. You can rest your head on the block or your arms. You can build yourself a little tower. If you have the ability to let your head rest, do. Let your face soften. And again, look for the sensation through your body. Flex your feet, fan your toes. And, uh, have your kneecaps aligned straight up as much as possible. They may be trying to fall in or, or out, uh, depending on how your, your leg bones are arranged. Um, without any force, you're trying to point the kneecaps straight up. Breathe in, breathe out. See if you can get your rib cage to move with your breath, particularly if this is a challenging sensation of stretch for you. Bring your awareness to the sensation of rib cage movement with breath. Enhance that. And then on an inhale, you'll walk up to your hands, gently lean out of this, fold the legs in. We're going to come down onto uh, the mat on your back. Hug your knees in, just hug them in. And do nothing else, right? So knees are hugging in. You're calm. You're still. And then you're looking for calm and stillness without dullness, right? Like everything in this practice is, is dual, right? We, and working toward enlightenment, right? Calm is one of the steps. But calm with a sense of presence. With a clarity. I'm going to move the knees out toward the sides. And happy baby, catch your shins or your feet. Keep your hips level on the floor. Hips dropping down heavy. Legs form a strong frame. 
you're staying, you're breathing, right? There's stillness, but there's always that rhythm of breath, one of those dualities, one of those things that keeps us fully awake and present to any pose. Asanas are stillnesses. With the inner workings still in their rhythm. Through that rhythm, you might find the pose deepening over time. We're not caught up in any kind of movement pattern other than the witnessing of what's going on with breath, with a release to gravity. and deep awareness of the sensations and the sensory experience present in the moment. How do they shift and change? Because they do. On an exhale, you're going to slowly release to Shavasana. Let everything just slowly melt down. Eyes fall gently closed. The mask of your face softens. Your eyes become heavy in your head. The tongue relaxed. Throat soft. Your skin becomes soft to the air. Your bones heavy to the floor underneath. You have that duality of feeling grounded and light at the same time. When you're ready to return, start by witnessing body, breathing in and breathing out. As you witness the breath, there's a good chance you start enhancing it with your attention. Keep that, but very little control. Stay in that observation. Let the observation become visualization of breath moving out through your limbs to your hands and your feet, spreading your fingers and toes wide. As you exhale, Slowly begin to bend your elbows and knees, rolling to your right side. You let an inhale bring you up to seated. With eyes gently closed, become aware of inner body as you sit. Organize yourself well for breathing, for movement of the internal organs that do their work, whether we're thinking about them or not. A moment of reverence for all those things that are present. 
Bring hands together at heart center, lifting heart to hands, creating more lift, more space, a brightness to posture and breathing. Thumbs to forehead center, a moment of appreciation and acknowledgement. That's excellent work, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All done. See you guys. Stay cool.